I guess we say hi. Hey, team. everybody. How's it going? <laughs> uh, good to see you. Long time no see. Yeah. So we're back with uh, Noob Talk Radio Games of the Generation uh, part, part two. Part two. Part two of two. And we're going to cover the remaining ten games. We left on a massive cliff cliffhanger last episode. <laughs> uh, we're going to cover the last ten games on our list of 30 games of the generation. So without further ado, I'll start with number 21 on the list, which is Monster Hunter Worlds. Uh, now I guess we could both talk about it. Did we both put this or was it just me? Uh, you just put it. I was the lead on this one. Because uh, I was sure you were putting it. Right. Um, so uh, I think I asked you if you were putting it. So yeah, it was going to be on no yeah. matter what. Yeah. But um, yeah. it's a shoe in. Uh, yeah, it's, it was. It was a really well. What was it? It's a third person. Yeah, did I even say the company? Uh, sorry, it's uh, so Monster Hunter World is Capcom. Capcom. Uh, January twenty eighteen. Uh, and yeah, it is a. It's not a JRPG. I was about to say that. I, I was about <laughs> to smile. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Third person action action RPG. Uh, the game is basically, I mean, Monster Hunter Generation, I'm sorry, Monster Hunter period, the franchise, has been around for a very long time. Uh, it has a huge following in Japan. Mm-hmm. It has a minor, minor but devoted following in, in the West. Mm-hmm. It's a game where, like, you team up with one to four people, you go into this, you have a, an arena, you, you have various arenas you're going to, and you just go and hunt monsters. That's the whole gameplay of the game. Mm-hmm. It's a big place to explore, there's monsters in it. You're hunting specific monsters at specific times, yeah. and basically you will carve new items, new weapons and armor out of whatever monster it is given that you're hunting, and then when you've made a full set of that by hunting like nine or ten of them, you go and hunt a bigger monster. Yep. And then you it. make bigger stuff out of its <laughs> out of its hides and like uh, our, its horns and whatnot. Yeah. And then you just do that over and over again. Pretty much. And yeah. they get bigger and bigger, physically larger and larger. Mm. Until you're fighting, like, you know, giant dragons or huge, like, Diplodocus guys, you know, from, like, all the way from little velociraptors kind of thing. That, that's a good description, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Monster Hunter Worlds is, is exceptional because World is, uh, I think, arguably the best one to come out yet. Um, and, more importantly, it's the most accessible. They have a, a bit of a history of being, like, way too much systems in them. And, okay. Like, way too much inventory and way too, like... Just so much minutia in so many little ways that they're like super caustic to new people trying to understand them. Mm. I tried to play Monster Hunter Ultimate 3 on Wii U, was the first one I tried. I tried it with my buddy Joel at the time. We both tried to get into it. No, we were actually both playing it on 3DS. It was available on 3DS and Wii U. And we tried super hard to get into it. We couldn't kill the first monster. Hmm. And we couldn't figure out any of the systems. That's not a good sign. Yeah. It's not a good sign. And then on my own, at some point in time later, I have no idea why. I tried to pick it back up again on Wii U. For some reason, I managed to push past the initial learning curve. And within like, you know, five to ten hours, I was like, this is the best game I've ever played. Really? But it was so hard to push. Interesting. It makes it really tough for you to push past that initial part. Mm. It's got so much weird stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds sort of like Ark and Conan, too. A little bit, yeah. Lots of micromanagement. Totally. The good thing about World is that it's the least amount of that stuff that has ever been. So it's the most accessible one to ever come out. It's just something. Yeah, it just it makes it because the core of Monster Hunter World is really special. I still had a hard like, time with the new one. It was only through you uh, yeah. walking me through step by step what I had to do to actually 
play it, you know? Yeah. Because um, yeah. at the beginning, I was like, yeah, I don't know. This is a little much. Um, to new people, it is borderline incomprehensible. Mm. You know? It's still really rough world, right? Okay, yeah. It's yeah. just compared to the other one. you, you got to take my word for it. I, I do. They're I unbelievable. You. <laughs> I, I, I take your word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why I think this is the best one to come out yet. Okay. I think they shouldn't make another Monster Hunter for Switch. I think they should have ported this one. I think it's a mistake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to... They're, it's called Monster Hunter... Mm, I'm going to get the name wrong. Monster Hunter... Not stories. You know what? I can't remember off the top of my head. It's fine. But they're making a new one for Switch, mm. which is great because Monster Hunter is awesome, but I just think they should port World. Okay. Like, figure out a way to port World over to it. Let Switch and uh, PS4 combine. Like, let them cross-play. Mm. To me, that's the right way to go, but listen... Uh, World is the best one I've seen yet. Okay. Belongs on the list then. It's a good one. Um, Number 22. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ubisoft, October 2018. It's an Assassin's Creed game, so there's been (laughs) quite a few of them. But um, Is it possible that anyone listening to this podcast could not know what an Assassin's Creed game is? I guess. I I don't know. I I want to tell our non-existent audience. We haven't... Did we say the email? There's an email. Oh. Exciting, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah the, you can actually write in to Noob Talk Radio, one word, Noob Talk Radio, one word, three words, noobtalkradio at gmail.com. If anyone is listening and doesn't know what Assassin's Creed is, we need to make up some like amazing prize to give them that's also not that hard to do and doesn't cost very much. Yeah, how do we prove that nobody <laughs> knows about that? <laughs> I would just be stunned if anyone actually doesn't it's, know what Yeah, I don't know. Is. I mean, they're third person action. Open world action RPG with a little bit focus on stealth. Assassinations. Yeah, assassinations. Yeah, the the combat systems always left something to be desired, but uh, on PS4 they changed it entirely. And um, the only reason I put Odyssey on instead of Origins because Origins is when they changed the combat system. Odyssey the second one. Odyssey is the the most recent. That's when they changed the combat system, anyways, completely. It was still action uh, RPG, but uh, and still focused on stealth, but not as necessary. PS3 Black Flag. They added a sh- sort of pirate theme that involved fighting on ships, tall ships, and uh, was really cool. Looks awesome. Really neat. Yeah. Um, just completely different from anything I'd ever seen before. And they brought it back to. Odyssey. Mm. Um, Odyssey takes place in the Peloponnesian War, so Sparta versus Athens. And there's a whole... It's open world, and it's up to you as to which side you choose to win, you know? Um, So you do missions for Sparta, you do missions for Athens, you liberate areas from Sparta or Athens for the other side. You can do all kinds of stuff. And um, very, very, very cool game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it sounds pretty... uh, Like it's got a lot of depth. I thought it did. Yeah, um, good yeah. leveling uh, system. They put out an update with a higher level cap. You know that right. was appreciated. Right. I mean, yeah, I thought it was very cool. Single player, but most of the others are too. Yeah. Um, there yeah. was. Don't, has there ever been? A... Yeah. I'm drawing a blank on the name, but it takes place in France, and it's meant for two people. I don't. I want to say rogue, but I don't think it was rogue. Yeah. Anyways, the, the great majority of them are single player. Yeah. Really solid. Um... Actually, yeah, actually very RPG. well done. Yeah, Ubisoft is always, you know, what they're good at is Mastercraft, right? Yeah. They have been perfecting the this formula for a very long time. Yeah. 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 Next on the list would have, have to be yeah. uh, would have to be number uh, 23. Number 23, Red Dead Redemption 2. Rockstar Studios, October 2018. 
the actual story itself, I mean, it was a masterpiece. And it was really, really, really good. But um, the online is what I got into. And I feel like that's what sort of, that's why it's on the list, is for yeah. the online. The online has had its, its issues. Um, and it isn't flawless or anything. But it's just the fact, oh, sorry, it's a third person same. It's superficially similar to Assassin's Creed. Superficially. It's more the theme sim- is different. It's, but. it's more like GTA, you know. Right. Uh, right. In terms of, uh, well, it's Rockstar. And yeah. uh, story and heists and, you know. Cowboy themed. It's cowboy themed. Yeah. Though, yeah. Can, maybe can you tell us about your first experience in the Reddit online? Like, um, I thought it was pretty unique when I saw it. I had a friend that uh, convinced me that it was something worth getting um, when online came out in beta. So I tried it out, completely fell in love with it, absolutely adored it. Wildly toxic uh, environment <laughs> at first. Um, a lot of things different from how they are now. It was crazy. It was really wild it's west. the wild west. It was truly <laughs> wild west. Um, you just, yeah, it was merciless. And, and it could be, I, I could see people being turned off from it. That actually made me really into it I right. really got into it <laughs> and it's um, like you got a place to explore it's an open then, world yeah yeah. It's a, it's a huge open world you can go anywhere uh, you can pretty much do anything and there are other players as well and there are missions and all kinds of things that you can do and um, well there are other players that can stop you from doing those missions and right. um, and they can mess with you yeah. in a lot of different ways. And if ways, you want, right? you know, you could just tie them up and take their hat and kill their horse and whatever. <laughs> um, and talk to them the whole time you're doing it. Uh, which was it's pretty just, awesome. just amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it had its issues, but I feel like it's come through a lot of them. And, uh, well, it's still just a lot of fun with friends. Yeah. Most things are fun with friends. But yes, this, this yes. had something else. This was... I agree with you, yeah. It was mostly, I got into it because of friends, but I found myself playing by myself all the time in this world. With other people. With other people. I never even did the story. Right. Um, And that's apparently a masterpiece and all this stuff. Yeah, I hear it's really, really good. I tried it out. I did a couple of minutes of it, but I always just wanted to go back to online so I could potentially get shot by other people. Right. Um, (laughs) And that just, it added a whole new thrill to the gaming experience yeah i just uh i don't know i loved it yeah i I think i mean i don't really know but to me it looks like there's maybe not anything really quite like it maybe gta online yeah i don't have any familiarity with that i played it briefly i hated it yeah Uh, i despised it it's got a super 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 toxic player base as well um the thing with gta is the the flying motorcycles and Jets and rocket launchers <laughs> from, you know, whatever. I mean, the trolling in that is a lot yeah. worse because you can have these, you know, an orbital cannon that can kill anyone from anywhere <laughs> over the top. And if you've yeah. been spending real world money on in-game money, it's not the same. Um, yeah. Red Dead, you you can have better stuff, but you do need to level to get it. Yeah. And there's not that much better stuff that you can get in the end. You know, right. there's no flying horses. It's there's incremental. No... It's not like a you're suddenly way more powerful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can still put up a fight at a low level. Like you, you are probably going to get spanked. But I mean, <laughs> change sessions and uh, or parlay and yeah. uh, you know grind a bit, level up, 
Yeah, it's got a neat parlay system, yeah, which is yeah. unique, right? Yeah, yeah, like, I, I think so. Cool yeah. way of like turning off the... Yeah, if you get killed and you don't want to fight, then you can you know hold a button and all of a sudden that person that killed you is no longer a threat. They can't right. hurt you, you can't hurt them, and right. it lasts for 10 minutes or so. So you don't have to leave the lobby. Very elegant. Uh, it yeah. was a very neat, very, very neat game. Yeah. Uh, I still enjoy it once in a while. It is a bit lacking in content. But it's, you have played it a lot also. I have played a ridiculous right? amount. Yeah. Like a yeah. ridiculous yeah. amount. I mean, so, not much would still have content after that amount of time. Right? Oh, like, no, no game yeah. would. No, like, Usually, yeah. Maybe Ark. I mean, I can say from my perspective, it is one of the neatest looking multiplayer experiences from the outside looking in that I've ever seen. It still looks like the coolest multiplayer PvP and like other game. Like just you have a space to roam around in. And also there's players. Yeah. And you just don't know what they're going to do. That's it. And you know? it, it was a pretty sure bet that at the beginning days, they were going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, that was almost a guarantee, you know? Like, yeah. uh, people would wave, you lower your gun, they get behind you, they shoot you in the back of the head, you know? Like, uh, it, so pretty That's much, awesome. you know... That's so awesome. It's on you. I love stuff like it that, It got man. to the point where it was like, okay, if somebody comes within gun range of me, yeah. I am just going to kill them. Yeah. Um, like, I don't care if they're waving, bowing, I don't care. If you're in range, you're a threat, and you're going down. Um, but just the mere fact that you don't know for sure. That's what it had to get, that's where you have to get to, you know? Cause, that's so cool. I mean, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I've neat. met some really cool people there too, you know? Like, mm -hmm. not everybody is like that, you know? Um, but at the beginning, everybody was like that. Um, yeah. It was, there it wasn't safe. Just it's a phenomenal yeah. game. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, mostly again for the the uh, the online. But again, the story is you know does have a lot a lot going for it. Yeah, uh, it was very highly rated. I think, oh, right? it was like very I mean, high. Yeah, pretty much you know ed editor's choice sort of. I, I think it was. Yeah. Tough. So it sounds like it really has something to offer. Kind, it does. Kind of everybody, you know. I guess. It does. Yeah. It does. Cool. So I strongly suggest it. Yeah. Um. So number twenty four. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Uh, this is another Capcom, January 2019. The reason why it should go on the list is because, I mean, Resident Evil 2 Remake, I do actually think is one of the, I guess, yeah, in case anyone doesn't know, uh, it is a third-person uh, survival horror. I guess some people would call it third-person action. I've always felt the Resident Evil series are more survival horror. I feel the first four were. Yeah. Three, uh, five, five and six were co-op action shooter. I know what you mean. I still, in my head, they felt like survival horror to me, but I know what you mean. You're, I mean, there are tons of action. It's like non-stop it's action. pretty much non-stop you know? action. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, no, Resident Evil 2 Remake, it really is, I think, pretty legitimately survival horror. Okay, yeah. It's much more like uh, your resources are extremely scarce. Well, the first Resident um, Evil, even, on PlayStation, yeah, was 100% yeah. survival horror. And totally. puzzle. Totally, uh, so yeah. Survival horror puzzle, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, not, really not light a, puzzle. Yeah, and... More like yeah. exploring. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty. The much. puzzles were m m kind of along the push lines of like, can here. you find these three? Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you push this statue over? Yeah. Like, uh, the yeah. only thing you can interact with, though, yeah. maybe you're supposed to push it on that square that yeah, looks yeah, like the yeah. base. There's yeah. no such thing as an interactable object in Resident Evil that serves no purpose. No, no. They are all for a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, third-person survival horror. So yeah, remake of Resident Evil Two, uh, and basically, it really is a total, re a total overhaul of the game. Uh, it's all of the things that were in Resident Evil 2 originally are intact in this game, 
but the graphics are completely different. Uh, the enemies, uh, the way they move and act are completely different. Um, the way the characters move and act are completely different. It's really, it's a very, very um, sort of modern facelift on the story and, and characters of the original game. But it plays totally like a 2019 game. Hmm. Uh, and it's spiritually 100% is still Resident Evil 2. Just with all the good stuff that has come from all the video game knowledge we've accumulated over the last, like, whatever, five, six years, you know? Yeah. Like, it's really incredible. Uh, it's another game that... It's not as revolutionary, I think, as Resident Evil 7 was, um, but it is really... It's more of a, a, an example, I think, of the best craft in a genre. Okay. Like, it's not art so much as it is craft, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they are just... They did everything so completely perfectly, like, every aspect... Gameplay is perfect, difficulty is perfect, uh, size is perfect, music is perfect, you know, visuals are perfect. Like, everything's just, it perfect, all comes yeah. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think the game could have been any better. It has one of the uh, most, I guess this is really not a spoiler because the game's already been out for, like, a really long time, right? Because it's the same story as it was in... Well, it's a remake, yeah, right? It's a remake, yeah. It has uh, a boss that uh, chases you throughout the game at certain, for okay, certain yeah. points in time. I won't even say his name, but, uh, you know, there is a boss that will chase you at certain points in time. And, like, that is done so masterfully in this game. And it's so tense when mm-hmm. he's chasing you. Because when he starts chasing you, you he cannot be... Um, you can't kill him. Right. Uh, you can stop him for short periods of time. It's just also very difficult. Mm-hmm. I did it very few times while I, when I was playing it. Because it was so hard. And it's so tense when he's chasing you. And the only way to stop it from happening is to get to a certain point in the game, right? right? You just have to blitz it once that happens, and it's like, it's so tense. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just a really, really amazing game. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would recommend it without reservation to everybody. Yeah, you know, okay. Like, the only people who shouldn't play it is people who really just don't like horror. Right. You know? Like, right. I mean, because it is pretty, it's pretty, it's not like Resident Evil 7, where it's like psychological horror. Okay. But it's, it's pretty scary, especially the limited resources part. Yeah. Right? Well, that's yeah. always been the Resident Evil thing, right? Kind of. It's like yeah. running low on ammo, no med packs. Yeah, totally. Um, and so not just the fact that it's a really fantastic game, period, but I also think that because it's an example of people doing a perfect remake of something where it's not the same thing, but it still has all the elements that made it cool in the first place. Right, right. You know, like, that's just really awesome. Yeah. And it makes me, like, I, like, I hope that other people do remakes like that. Yeah. You know, like, that's the right way to do remakes. Right. So that's it. That's what I got. Interesting. Uh, What do we got? Sekiro. Sekiro. Number 25. Uh, Okay, so number 25. So Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from Software, uh, March 2019. So this was the spot that was going to be occupied by God of War. um, And that that went into our notable exceptions. Yeah, you should explain that you purchased the game just so you could talk about it. Well, let's talk about that when we get to notable exceptions. (laughs) But... Uh, yeah, it was going to be occupied by God of War, so I wanted something... Originally, I didn't put Sekiro because Sekiro outsold uh, Bloodborne pretty dramatically. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, it. it uh, I think it had a, a more than double the sales of Bloodborne. Okay. And so Sekiro is more of a commercial success, um, but I feel like we have a lot of ninja games in the genre, uh, like more ninja oh, games because period, right? right, right? right. Okay. There's a lot of them on the console, yeah. and there's very few gothic horror Victorian action RPGs, you know, like Bloodborne yeah. to me just it's very unique. Yeah. I think that Sekiro is arguably a better game in terms of like just gameplay. Really? It's maybe a bit tighter. Okay. But I think Bloodborne, like for me, it, it's 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 sort of it wins the fight because it's just it's just so different. Yeah. But since we opened up a slot because of God of War leaving, 
uh, I wanted to put another action game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, Sekiro is just really easy to recommend. It, it's a third-person uh, action action RPG. Uh, it's like all the other From Software games, like Dark Souls, Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. This one is just samurai-themed. It's unique in the From Software universe because they added verticality. Right. You get a grapple hook, right? Right. Which sounds not that dramatic, but, but it completely changed. Yeah, because their games have never had any vertical elements. Right. There's never a jump button. Right. right. There's no. no there's yeah. almost like in Bloodborne, you can do like a sort of a jump roll. Right. But it's not a real jump. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, first ever from software game to embrace verticality. They did it really, really amazingly. Like there are certain. Like I remember one point in the game where you start at the top of a giant mountain and you are descending this mountain that is littered with giant Buddha statues. Just oh. to give you an example of scale, like each Buddha statue is like. 30 times your your size right? okay and you, you just you can free fall past like i don't know seven of these statues going all the way down and there's places to fight and places to explore at all elevate yeah in all points in between okay so they really use verticality wow. and like <laughs> swinging around and like it feels like super snappy and like slick mm-hmm. like you're just like grappling around like a crazy ninja mm-hmm. you know like i don't know it's really it's it's different it's got fantastic action. It's fun. It's challenging. Nice. The, the, yeah, the only reason not to play Sekiro is you just can't handle the level of difficulty. Yeah. Like, which a lot of people can't. And know? that's what deterred um, me. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I, I really like the idea of it. It looked really cool and everything. But again, yeah. the bosses, Neo, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, the bosses. Um, it just uh, got me. Uh, not my thing. Yeah, they're rough. And I mean, Sekiro also doesn't have any online, right? Um, yeah. They, Stated from the outset that they did not want to do what they traditionally. Any, yeah. I think it was a mistake. I think that they really excel at their uh, butt, anyways. Right. Uh, it's you know it's their prerogative. Whatever. And uh, so yeah, so in Sekiro, you know, you can't do that. Uh, invite someone in for co-op yeah. too. So you really got to fight those bosses by yourself. <laughs> yeah. There's no. Yeah, they're rough, man. They look it. Yeah. Dude, that game tested my skills. Like going from Dark Souls to Bloodborne, not that hard manageable okay you know like after a while I'm like okay I think I get it Sekiro like pounded me into the ground oh really like it really changes the yeah it's hard to explain but like the combat is has the same level of depth and like brutality that the other games did but they managed to somehow they just made a small change where it's like they have this complicated like parry system now and it's for some reason even though it has a lot of similarities it almost uses different skills than people have been used to right. in the Souls games, right? Okay. That's okay. kind of what they succeeded in doing in this one is they actually... I feel like that's the cool thing about it is that it made people who are fans of their games need to learn something different. That's nice, yeah. It tests you, yeah. That's yeah. good. Ironically, the only reason why I didn't, I think, get into it as much as most of them is just because uh, samurai, uh, like feudal Japan stuff is just kind of not my genre. Hmm. You know, like I, I like samurai stuff less than uh, Victorian horror or like uh, just uh, you know Dark Souls is just sort of standard epic fantasy. Yeah, and I think that's what stopped me from. Uh, but it honestly, like it arguably, I think had some of the best uh, from software gameplay that's ever been made. It's kind of a, I think for me, it's sort of a perfect game. Well, like a couple niggling, uh, niggling complaints maybe, but like nothing big. I may try it out at some point when it's on a heavy sale. But I mean, again, I, like I don't want to spend fifty bucks on something that I'm you know not even going to be the it's first boss. Got to be pretty cheap now, I think. I mean, it was 80 when it came out, but... I think it's still 80. When they... The, the really critically acclaimed uh, From Software games, I feel like they put them on discount 
fast to get people playing them almost. I think I saw it on sale last last month or maybe the other week for yeah. like 60 bucks maybe, but uh I mean Bloodborne's sale price now like not on sale is 20, but it's yeah. been out for 5. But years. it's a PS Plus game. Yeah. yeah. And I think I bought Bloodborne for like $29. Yeah, it had a lot like, of sales. Yeah. 5 years ago or something when I bought yeah. my place. That was actually one of the first games I bought. Oh yeah. Um yeah, and I is it possible that you were with me when I bought my PlayStation? No, I wasn't. I don't it, think so. It's the EA game. It was the uh, the game store near Nemur Metro. Oh, yeah? And I ended up with Bloodborne and The Witcher 3. That's really funny. Which <laughs> no, I was with. with somebody, and they they strongly recommended these games. Yeah. They I were just... like, oh, you'll probably like this. You definitely need to get that. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I, I think I saw you shortly after. I don't know anybody that played The Witcher 3. And, yeah. Uh, don't know anybody besides you that played Bloodborne, True. so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, making the list actually it kind of made me want to play Sekiro again too. So yeah. I'm thinking okay. about it too. Okay. Yeah, because especially because also I, I we swapped God of War for Sekiro here. Mm-hmm. It made me think about all the stuff in Sekiro that I was like, that shit was incredible. Yeah. Like, why did I stop playing that game? Like, I think to be honest, it kind of I got a little too much after a while. I was like. This is hard. Yeah, <laughs> you know? okay. Like, okay, uh-huh. I beat like I, I got eighty percent through the game. I think that's quite a bit. It's quite a bit, and at the, and there's this one level I was at where it's like they threw a new kind of enemy at you that just like insta kills you if you don't do X Y Z. And I was like, you know what, guys, I think I'm good for now. Yeah, like yeah. it's just it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I hear you. But cool game though. That takes us on, on to twenty six. Hunt showdown. Hunt showdown. This is Crytek, August 29th. Take it away, Teague. Uh well I don't I never played it but um yeah well it yeah. really looked interesting to me like uh, I I was very very uh, I was gonna buy it day one um but I'm glad I didn't because the more I looked into it the more I realized how hardcore it was and yeah, uh, it probably a little pretty, yeah. a little more hardcore than I'm willing to uh, to do um but it's first person action I think you can call this a first person shooter yeah yeah. Okay. Uh, t- maybe team-based first-person shooter. No, well, quests and stuff too. Yeah. Are there? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, thought yeah. it was just mish. You just go into missions. Yeah. Well, the mission is to like kill a certain monster. Yeah. And other people will be going there too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. a first-person shooter that has PVE and PVP elements. Well, yeah, yeah I think it's PV, PV, it, pretty much PVE. But if you see other people, you kill them, and they yeah. kill you. Right? Yeah. And I think you can take their shit. I guess as a disclaimer, neither of us actually knows this game. No, not it's at all. It's just something we've been... It's been really on our radar, I guess. It looked very interesting. Yeah. It looked like it was doing something new. I think it looks really cool. Same and I've here. heard really yeah. good things about it. Yeah. Um, it definitely seems to have gotten a bit of a following, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I think so. I yeah. think so. But uh, but again, for the hardcore, you know? like So sort of like Sekiro. <laughs> sure. In, terms, yeah. uh, in yeah. my mind. I don't actually know. I think it's permadeath, too. Yeah. Yeah. Is, like when is. your characters die, you have to start a new one. And I, I believe. Th- I think that's where the microtransaction currency comes in. Ah, uh, okay. Is that maybe it lets you... I don't really know, but maybe it lets you purchase new characters that start off slightly better. Okay. Something like that, maybe? I'm not totally sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I really don't um, know much about it, other than it looks really cool. Yeah. Set in the South Louisiana in yeah. the late 1800s, early 1900s. Um, neat, very creepy looking. Yeah, cool it's monsters. like a creature feature thing, yeah. right? Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. hunting all sorts of different. Uh, it's horror yeah. monsters. 
Yeah, <laughs> all kinds of. of weird shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it looked very cool. Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, it's basically like, you know, like you said, it's you go into a mission, hunt a specific monster, and then I think it's something to do with like once you've hunted the monster, then it turns into some game of like who can escape with the bounty first or can you make it to the extraction before the other guys get you or something. Okay. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit of like a two-phase thing where it's like okay. phase one is kind of do the hunt and phase two is sort of like escape before the other guys kill you. But again, okay. yeah. you know, neither of us knows for sure, mm-hmm. which is I guess a little weird to put on a list of games of the generation, but neither of us really knows what, yeah. all that well what we're talking about. But the reason that I thought it belonged was just because it was something completely different. And yeah. uh, and I have heard good things about it, yeah. and so yeah. I thought it deserved a mention at least, yeah. and um, well, probably more than that, you know, yeah. more than just a mention. So. I agree with you. I mean, um, my body of knowledge in this particular kind of game is I know more general games in general than you do. I think, but yeah. you knew you know more of this genre than I do a bit. In the sense that it's like online, like multiplayer arena stuff ish, maybe. Yeah, I don't or know. Or survival, much about that I don't know. Either, you know, you know like specific online games, but like when it comes to. Uh, th- there are a lot, and I, For I sure. really haven't messed with that many. But yeah, this, I, this definitely caught my attention, and yeah. I was very, very intrigued by it. As far as I know from everything I've seen, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think there is any other game that's exactly like this. I don't think so. so. Just for you know, novelty and innovation. Alone. And it looks good. It, it does. Looks it looks very, very yeah. Production values are really high. Uh, surprisingly, apparently the um, the sound is just wild. You can hear gunshots from real far away, and you huh. know where they came from, what direction they came from. So you you really do want to yeah. be crouching. All the time, and uh, not using guns unless you absolutely. I don't know. Right. It seemed really, yeah, really it looks interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, so you know, controversial, but listen, got to put some weird shit on there. Yeah, no, that's I don't important. Know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, it's very different. Yeah. It's definitely different. Yeah, uh, I think we're probably gonna try it at some point in time. Oh, I'm definitely you know, gonna try. It's the question of when. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely will. Uh, okay. Uh, well, that takes us to number twenty-seven. Uh, Untitled Goose Game. Uh, that's House House developer, uh, September 2019. This is a super weird indie game that's kind of came out of left field uh, that surprised a lot of people. Uh, it very rapidly sort of garnered a bit of an internet following when it came out. Um, you don't know anything about this, right? Nothing at all. So Untitled Goose Game is basically... I think, I think the best thing to call a Goose Game is a puzzle game. You play as the titular goose. So you are a goose that is uh, loose in the town. Okay. And you have a whole bunch of objectives in the game, which are stuff like make the old man drop his tea, get the ball away from the kid, okay. ruin the lunch of the couple eating by the river. So it, was this the one that was sort of similar to Goat Simulator? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. this game is basically a trolling simulator. Okay. Like okay. you play as a goose... And your your goal is just to kind of mess with the residents of this village. Okay. That's neat. It, it's really neat. And because the goose controls like a goose also. So, like, you can, like, flap your wings to, like, get a little bit of... Elevate yourself a tiny bit, but, like, you can't really fly. You can, like, duck your head to, like, scooch under, like, objects sometimes. You can pick up things with your beak and, like, manipulate them. But, like, you're limited in terms of, like, you know, you have to... Like, your goose level... So, like, anything that's, like, waist high and above, you can't reach. Off limits, yeah. Right? So you kind of... And and you're just uh, messing with the people in this village, trying to accomplish simple objectives, like ruin the people eating his lunch, uh, get the keys away from the gatekeeper, and make him, like, I don't know, water the flowers or something. I can't remember. 
but it's basically like you're half trying to figure out these puzzles and half trying to just troll the crap out of the residents of this town and it's kind of it's very pretty it's a very beautiful game uh, like the, the art style is really nice um it has like a sort of i don't know sort of like p- pastel painting kind of art style uh it's an indie game um it's not expensive it's kind of interesting because the fact that you inhabit this goose it lets you as a player do all the trolley things that you would feel bad about normally but you don't feel bad about them because you're a goose okay does that make sense yeah okay <laughs> because these these actions these trolling actions are 100% in character for a goose almost okay it's like makes it funny it's it's, it's hard to describe right. you know right. but it's really weird and different and unique interesting and yeah i think it's a it's a shoe in pick for another just really offbeat indie game that came out this generation that kind of made a bit of a splash and is very different. Yeah. Well. You know, kind of the same way Hunt Showdown is doing something totally different, Goose Game is doing something totally different. Okay. Yeah. Well, there there are not a lot of games where you play as a goose. Right. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of any <laughs> others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can honk and everything too. Like there's a honk yeah. button and you'll like just dis- you like people will like you can scare them. Nice. You just walk up behind them and honk, they'll like drop stuff and like and that's part of the gameplay sometimes, right? Is they might be holding something important. Okay. Then you can pick it up in your beak and like run away with it. <laughs> nice, nice. <That laughs> Super sounds, weird. Sounds kinda of fun. It's it it's interesting. It does. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to watch too. Yeah, yeah I, believe it. I believe it. Good spectator game. So next one we have uh, number twenty-eight, Death Stranding, uh, Hideo Kojima, November twenty nineteen. Neither of us have played this. No. I've heard lots about it. I assume you probably have too. I've heard a couple of things, not that much. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it looked really cool. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's doing something sort of different as well. Doesn't look like it's my cup of tea, but it looks cool. It looks different. It's super weird. <laughs> the, I mean, it's kind of like, I think my... Oh, what is it? Yeah, no, I mean, dude, that's even hard to describe, right? It's like, a, it is a third person... I, I guess you'd probably call it a third person action game. Although, action exploration, maybe? Yeah, action exploration. Yeah. Um, although, you, there's probably an argument for calling it a walking simulator. Right, right. right. Which wow. is, I think, kind of more accurate in this case than it is in a lot of other maybe. cases where it's used kind of derogatorily. Uh, because this game is a literal traversal game, right? Like, you're. I mean, I, again, I haven't played this either. I've heard lots about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I understand, it's a game where. The important thing to note to begin at the beginning is that it's Hideo Kojima. I wanted there to be at least one Hideo Kojima game right. on this list because I think that Hideo Kojima is one of the um, brightest. Uh, he's he, I mean, he's one of the most sort of creative geniuses of our generation. Right. He doesn't always make coherent stuff, but he has the capacity to innovate uh, in, on existing genres in a way that I think a few people do. Okay. He also has the uh, the balls to sort of release things that kind of like he's willing to take a risk that something's going to be a flop mm-hmm. just to push boundaries. Okay. You know, like he's just sort of one of those people. Like it doesn't always work, but when it does work, it can be really magical. Okay. And I think, I feel like Death Stranding is, because there's there was also a good argument for Metal Gear Solid Five being here. Um, it's not as revolutionary or weird. Right. But it's a very good game. Uh, just like a good example of craft. But yeah, Death Stranding, I feel like, tries something different and I think uh, it has sort of intrinsic value in what it's trying to achieve, which is just the point of the game is kind of about the journey and the things you go through and the, the literal places you travel to. Because mm-hmm. I think you're constantly going back and forth uh, as this, I don't know, delivery guy, travel guy? I'm not sure. You're yeah. bringing things from one place to another. And that's basically the whole gameplay of the game. Okay. There is, like, uh, enemies of a type. Yeah, I've seen some fighting, yeah. You can f- sort of fight them, but I think it's kind of like... 
you can sort of run from them. Like, I don't think you can kill them. Oh, okay. But you can do stuff to them. Okay. Right? Okay. Like, I don't... Maybe you can kill them. Like, again, you know, we're not experts. Yeah, no, I thought I just saw some fighting in a, in a trailer, but I could be wrong. They might have been swinging at him, and he might have just been dodging. You know? There's definitely action of, of a sort. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, whether it's actual combating these creatures or just running from them, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is antagonists, and they will chase you. Mm-hmm. But you're mostly bringing stuff from point place A to point to B. Okay. And it's kind of about the journey, sort of. Right, and it's really, really, really impressive backgrounds, right? Like, totally. Uh, yeah, it yeah visually, it's very... Uh, that was what It's I was really beautiful, right. man. Yeah, no, it's, it looks super pretty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it just sounds like what he's doing is kind of entirely unique, especially from a AAA perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, very few people in the AAA space are willing to experiment like that. Mm. Um, I don't think anyone could have released this game other than Hideo Kojima. I don't think any other company would have greenlit this game because it's so goddamn weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's kind of something in and of itself. Yep. Um, And I think that that gives a a case for being a game of the generation, even if you don't sort of love it, maybe. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that it's doing something very, very different and and it's it's willing to experiment and mess with a, a formula in ways that haven't been done before. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think that makes a case for it. Also, another thing to point out is I think it's got, and again, I don't fully understand this, but it has some sort of online integration. Oh, does it? I didn't it's know that. It's got some weird way where I think it's maybe in a vaguely Dark Souls-ish way. Interesting. Where it's like echoes of things in other people's games or in yours, maybe. Okay. Like maybe like if someone built a ladder up this cliff that is hard for you to traverse and since they built it. it, it's in your game. Oh, and you can neat. climb it. That's neat. Some sort of weird uh, way that, you know, the players are in some way on the journey together. Right. You know, which I think also kind of elevates it again. Like it to adds another different. layer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's its own beast. Okay. Um, and I'm just really happy that someone was willing to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really want to play it. Um, but it didn't jump out to that's me okay. Yeah. You know, like that, <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not uh, impressive. No, you know? no. It, it uh, still looked... I, I feel like it's something I would like to watch someone play. I agree more with you. than I'd actually like to play. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, not a lot of things have piqued my curiosity as much as it. I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just and just made me look at them and be like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> you know, and but really want to kind of know. You yeah. Know? Like it seems like it would be a very cool movie. Yeah, maybe. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. so, just watching it would be like, well, yeah. I want to know what's going on or I don't what's know. next, yeah. and like I don't know. Yeah, but it's certainly it's something special. Definitely is. Yeah. All right. Um, so after that, um, that brings us to 29. I can feel this one, which is uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Square Enix, uh, April 2020, very recently. Um, so basically, uh, I thought it was important to just get some true JRPG representation on this list. Right. And uh, there actually isn't one other than this game. Right. <laughs> so, so that's where this game <laughs> came from. We needed to put something. And uh, yeah, uh, Persona 5 is on a lot of people's lists. Uh, I disagree about that that uh, franchise. Um, I think Persona, as a franchise, is a very competent uh, normal JRPG. Okay. I don't think it's exceptional in any way. Okay, um, and I and like they're they're totally good. And if you like what they're doing, then you'll be satisfied by them. Okay, I just don't think they're exceptional. Good so enough. yeah, I do think that uh, to me, Final Fantasy VII remake it really. Um, it presents a stronger case for its existence uh, immediately because it's taking, you know, a, a really beloved franchise, right? Uh, FF7 is considered by many people to be the to best. Be the best yeah. yeah, the best JRPG ever. Uh, and it's 
actually redoing it kind of in a way similar to Resident Evil 2 Remake. Right. Um, more drastic in this case, I think. Right. Um, but it's, yeah, it's reimagining something, keeping all the sort of uh, spiritual parts of it intact, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and just putting the game in a whole new light. Some people have complained that it's just a small slice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're upset that uh, they didn't get the entire package. I understand the complaint, but I also think that I feel like they still delivered the product they intended to deliver, okay. and it's of a sufficient size, I think. It's just that I think people are just kind of disappointed because they're like, I they wanted the whole thing. And, right, yeah. You know, they just they didn't realize, and probably in their in the, the defense of those, those uh, criticisms, I don't know, I don't think uh, Square Enix was very forthcoming about the fact that it wasn't going to be the whole... Right. So that's kind of, you know, you can see they have a... It goes a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a kind of, it's pretty valid, but... Considered on what the game's trying to uh, trying to do, it did it? I think it succeeds pretty well. Right. Yeah, and by all accounts, again, I haven't played it. Um, it's really not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Final Fantasy, you know, one through six, but I, I was out as soon as it went from Super Nintendo to PlayStation. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't okay. make the 3D transition basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but um, I hear it has a really good battle system. Uh, very uh, turn-based still. I think it's um, mostly real time with oh. like turn-based elements. Interesting. Yeah, but it sounds pretty cool. Uh, from from what I hear, the game is just pretty awesome. Okay. I think most people like it. Yeah. That's what we have for JRPGs. JRPGs. Final yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. Who'd have thought? All right, so uh, number 30, Ghost of Tsushima. Sucker Punch, July 2020. I wouldn't have put this game... Oh, sorry. First of all, third person, open worlds, action RPG. Uh, hack and slash, sort of. Some stealth elements. Sort of similar to some Assassin's Creed. Sort of. Very, very cool game. Wouldn't have put it on the list had they not just released online co-op mode. Yeah, Legends. It's pretty much an entirely new game. It's not the same thing at all. Uh, when I was playing Ghost of Tsushima story mode, all I wanted was to be able to do it with a friend. You know, mm. like I just I thought, oh, how amazing would it be to assassinate these mongols with a buddy you know like yeah i get this guy he gets him and then together we get you know coordinate and they just released an update with that for free not in the story mode it's mm. there are stories that you can do but it's no longer fighting mongol soldiers you're fighting mongol spirits and it's like all fantasy, fantasy demon spirits, it's all or? fantasy now yeah so yeah there's supernatural stuff uh Demons, Oni, all kinds of stuff. Completely, completely, completely changes the game. And that and with, totally free. It completely free. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a free update. And um and they're still adding new new content. There's uh I think yesterday they just added another update that made a raid available now. You know, like Oh uh, cool. Wow. Yeah. And, and then next week they add something new. And oh, the week geez. after that they add something new. Damn, dude. Yeah. Like and <laughs> That's it's, enticing, man. It's really cool because it's completely new. And even in the I think there's eight or ten stories in the Legends mode. And there's three difficult uh, four difficulties on each. Uh, so I figured I'd get tired of it pretty quick because it would be the same thing over and over again. But every time I do it, the levels are different. Um, things change. Mm. The the bad the enemies are different. Where stuff comes from is different. It, it things just change. Um, the you spawn in at a different area. It's a different layout of certain things. Some things stay the same for sure. Quite a few things. Probably the the base layout of the level stays the same. But in terms of how you're to approach it, can 
changed quite a bit um and it's just it's amazing uh hmm. plus this new raid mode i think it 100 percent deserves what's the raid like i tried it yesterday uh with one friend it's made for four i don't recommend trying it with one friend i, I don't really know um <laughs> like apparently somebody's beat it i, I was uh, gonna watch a video of, of is it like a raid in a destiny sense or i it's... don't even know what a raid in destiny is yeah but it's pretty much what happened was we started it and uh there was only two of us and there's no matchmaking on it right now right. so it, unfortunately i don't think you can do it unless you have a team of four well i mean you, you can try it with less but um i don't recommend it and yeah so it's a new a new area new map whatever and just tons and tons and tons of bad guys and i think you have to find somebody and kill them before they find you so there's like a countdown kind of there's no actual clock counting down yeah. but if you take too long it tells you that so and so sees you and is closing in on your location and then as they get closer and closer your vision gets worse and worse and then eventually so and so has found you game over you Whoa, failed weird <laughs> yeah okay cool very weird and it's some like neat. it's some like demon spirit or something yeah. like that and uh very very strange but uh very cool and just the fact that they keep adding new stuff yeah not only do i think it deserves a spot on the list i think it deserves game of the year um wow no personally. way yeah. damn yeah yeah i think it okay does. I, sure. I really do um <laughs> personally i don't even know what to compare like what else yeah could what i've now that you're saying that i mean I'm, I'm really rapidly going through my head like what has come out this year and i'm like i guess yeah there's not that much impressive stuff what i've heard other people mention for game of the year i i I say this over that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I think it deserves Game of the Year. Yeah. Personally. I but. think that, um, I mean, it's hard for me to if, take a step back for a second and, and remember that, okay, now we're not talking about the games of the generation, we're talking about the games of this year. Right. But yeah, when you say, when it, you think about it in terms of actual games of this year and the, I mean, it was already pretty awesome. Like, it was already maybe poised to be on at least some people's lists, I think. I Yeah, I wouldn't put it and as Game of the Year. After this. Yeah, no. In terms, before... When it was just single player, I'd say AC Odyssey okay. uh, was better. Just because it did a lot of the same thing in terms of the open world, claiming areas, uh, looting, upgrading stuff. But Assassin's Creed Odyssey just had... Odyssey's uh, last year, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, for 2019, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I didn't mean to derail you. But, yeah. So, AC Odyssey may be a better game than Tsushima. Just the base Just the experience. base game yeah. for single player. Yeah. But... Since they added this co-op mode and this new Legends mode, uh, yeah. it's hands down. It, it takes yeah. the cake by, yeah. by quite a bit to me. Um, I mean, the, ad the addition of Legends mode is kind of like, it's adding potentially like, what, hundreds of hours of gameplay? Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. that's pretty nuts. Almost man. endless because, again, yeah. you're playing with friends yeah. now. Yeah. And because of how they change stuff and how they're adding things. Yeah. I can't... Pretty wild. I can't imagine... Yeah. Cool. So it's well, going to take a long time. So I, I yeah. think that definitely deserves a spot on the list. And sure, it's, man. Yeah. It's right up there. I'm loving it. I'm I kind of like that this ended up it. being, I mean, through no intention, the 30th game. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of nice to close with that. Yeah. And it's not bad. No, Unintentional, bad. I, but yeah. 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 And I, I hadn't even thought of that until we got to it just now where I said, you know what, sure. actually... Fuck it, yeah. game of the year. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think you have a really good, uh, you have a really compelling case there. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it's going to be on a lot of people's, uh, a lot of people's lists. I'm curious what else could be, you know, like... Uh, Cyberpunk. 
Because Cyberpunk's yeah. going to come out in 20, uh, 2012. I mean, 2012. Jesus. Yeah, 2020. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it got delayed just to December 10th. So. But what? how many times has it been delayed now? You raise, you raise a valid point. Five? Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, but Teague, this time they got death threats. Yeah. So, I mean, but, I mean they're I'm for saying, sure not going to mess with the death five threats. Five times, I'm going to call, you know, <laughs> maybe a couple more. I'm going to say it's not coming out in 2020. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me it's twice, not, shame on me. It's not going to be a 2020 game. Uh, uh, listen. And even if you it is... You heard it here first, folks. E- even if it is, it's not going to be better than Ghosts. Well... I don't think so. I think that's going to come down to more of a, <clears throat> more of a tasting. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, right? first-person shooter. I mean, I couldn't care less about Ghost of Tsushima just no. because it's that style. Like, yeah. it's the third-person action. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that into it. And I couldn't care less about Cyberpunk because it's first-person shooter. Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this will do us for... We're going to split this into two parts. Perfect. You know, this will be our uh, Christmas... Filler. Super, super special bonus episode slash filler. Sounds good. I guess to, to recap or to, to, to finish it up, so that was our games of the generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll come back uh, probably next next week, whenever this is, uh, and we'll do a little bit of a analysis of um, notable things we left off the list. Sounds good, and yeah. discuss sort of why, why not kind of thing. Yeah, no, I think um, that makes sense. And we may or may not have a horror episode next time. Yeah, we're not sure. No, I'll definitely be thinking about some horror. Stuff. I think I'll be thinking about it too, because that's yeah. not just this generation. Like I, no, this generation yeah. isn't big on horror for me, but yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, it was uh, it was all about it, man. Yeah, yeah. All I've been I've been seeking out good horror games to play ever since I was like uh, starting to play video games. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. There's there's been stuff over the years. Okay, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Uh, okay, well, cool. Um, thanks for recording, T. Thank you, Josh. Pleasure. Uh, thank you for your time, and uh, we'll see you with uh, some more noob talk in the future. Mm-hmm.